everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. Thanks for visiting me here in my little corner of the internet. I am just having a hoot and holler and good time today because my friend and yours, Dorinda Wilson's back in the house. Hey, Dorinda. Hey, Heidi. <laughs> we haven't been together in a long time. I know. It's and crazy. now just Battleground is on fire because right. you're here. That's right. Yes. We're having fun. And we, uh, we're going to be recording a series of podcasts together for you. Uh, and I want to start off today just by we're going to talk about the culture and what's going on in the culture uh, because this is a, the world's on fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have you noticed? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. How can you not notice? How can you not notice? And what I am noticing is that Christians um, are sometimes we respond to it in a way that pleasing to God, mm-hmm. and other times I don't even want to admit that right. that person claims the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so today we're going to talk about anger, just mm-hmm. a culture of anger and what is happening in the culture. But before we do that, I um, want to do a couple of house cleaning things. We've got some really exciting uh, events coming up. We do. So what's going on with Fearless? And how is that conference sort of morphing as we're getting into 2017 and 2018? Well, we've got uh, Fearless going on in Indianapolis, October 14th and 15th. Um, we also have one November 4th and 5th in Tampa, Florida. Florida. So, yeah. Woo-woo. Yeah. So if you want to check out the details, you can just go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash fearless. And uh, all the details are there. Um, as far as uh, morphing, they're morphing into uh, just building on um, fearless. It's morphing into two more conferences that we're really excited about. Yes. Redeemed. Yep. Which and debuts this fall in Vancouver, yes, Washington. We're very excited about that. That's October 7th. And Yay. That is- That's um, coming also, up. Yeah. It's also on the uh, conference page. Awesome. So, yeah. It's a great. It's going to be a dessert and it's just going to- Kind of be an intro to the to the the next conference of yes. redeemed and yep. we're excited about that. Yep. Kind of an appetizer. Kind of an appetizer for what we're working on for y'all in 2017 and exactly. 2018, yep. and then uh, in the fall of next year when mm-hmm. my book releases, it's actually going to be releasing a series of books will be coming after it, right? But that will also uh, be a conference for women. So we're working on basically three uh, conferences that will rotate. Yes. And so if you're interested in bringing a conference to your neck of the woods, it really is a day and a half of just full on getting in the Bible, Mm -hmm. talking about what's happening in the Mm -hmm. culture and how do we respond to it as Christians. You know, something I'm noticing, and we've been kind of watching this trend now for a while, but I've been posting about it and writing about it a little bit more, and I'm getting a little bit more bold. Uh, but that is that there is an all-out attack right now against Christianity mm-hmm. in the yes. United States of America. Absolutely, like we're on, uh, we're on really on the defensive, mm-hmm. and a large part of it is because we've allowed ourselves mm-hmm. to be marginalized. We've been mm-hmm. quiet. You know, I was talking on uh, Instagram this morning and and saying, you know, we can see that there's trouble on the horizon, mm-hmm. but Christians are being told to stand down. Mm-hmm. And I want to just shout from the rooftops, don't stand down, That's stand right. up. That's right. We serve the, we serve the living God. Mm-hmm. We serve the God who the Bible says spread out the heavens like a canopy. Why are we running? Why do we have to be afraid? We don't have to be afraid. And so Really, that is the goal of these conferences. It so is. fearless, the 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 punch of fearless is really identifying fear, why uh, the Bible says that fear is being used as a tool of the enemy, which we're seeing over and over and over again, right? But we know because God said, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So right. fearless really takes the... Uh, the components of fear in the culture, mm-hmm. and we unpack those. Right. And so we start 
from a place of going, all right, this is what's happening in the culture. And I'm not afraid to talk about what's going on. Right. So we're ta- we're going to talk about sin issues. We're going to talk about the lie of gender neutrality and why mm-hmm. it is so important for Christians to stop buying into this ridiculousness Amen. that your children can decide the gender that they want to be. Mm-hmm. They don't get to decide. They may decide what to do with their gender, and God may call that sin, right? right. But we don't get to change our gender. That's and right. so this lie that's being perpetrated on uh, our children really mm-hmm. has been taken now to the, the next level. I was reading in World Magazine. My husband and I have subscribed to World Magazine for a Million years, and uh, there's an article in there about uh, the law. And you and I have talked about this, Duran, on the phone several times. What's happening in California right now mm-hmm. is astonishing. It's crazy, it's crazy, and it, they're a bellwether state for what's mm-hmm. going to be happening in the mm-hmm. rest of the culture. So, men and women, listen up. Uh, there is a California lawmaker right now who has squelched the debate on a bill that is targeting Christian colleges. Now, I just let me just back up for a second. Uh, there is a threat of litigation coming uh, because the California state, uh, there's a Senate bill, 1146, look it up. Basically, what they're trying to do is remove federal funding from colleges that adhere to uh, Judeo-Christian values. So in other words, Biola University would affirm that marriage is what God says it is between a man and a woman. Well, if Senate Bill 1146 passes, the federal government will no longer allow a student to use their financial aid at that university. It is a major attack on religious freedom Mm -hmm. in this country, which is another reason why I'm voting for Trump. Mm -hmm. I've been very vocal about that on my page. He wasn't my first choice (laughs) or my second, maybe not my third. But he's a heck of a lot better than Hillary Clinton. And this whole, like, you know, the lesser of two evils thing, right. it just makes me crazy because we're all evil. I, I know. Right? Doesn't that exactly. what the psalmist said? Exactly. The, the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? And it so, this is. idea, I'm going to totally get off. This is a different <laughs> podcast. But this idea <laughs> that somehow my um, wicked heart is better than your wicked right. heart, I mean, certainly we right. can see the fruit in people's lives. Right. But I'll tell you what, religious liberty is under attack in this country, and yes. uh, we need to be praying for Donald mm-hmm. Trump. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. So uh, so now there's we've got a threat of litigation looming in California state, and Senator Ricardo Lara just a couple of days ago waived the presentation of Senate Bill 1146 before the Assembly Appropriations Committee and instead is sending it to the Suspension Committee where it will be voted on, get this, without discussion. That's crazy. They have censured discussion. I oh hope that this goodness. is everyone who's listening to this. I hope your blood is boiling because we're going to move on to anger right after this. <laughs> this is I'm a trying, great precursor. I'm trying to make you angry. Yeah, well, it's I working. hope it's working. <laughs> uh, because uh, this is what's happening. So without discussion, the Appropriations Suspension Committee is going to vote on Senate Bill 1146 in, in the California State Legislature on August 11. If it passes, the bill will strip Christian post-secondary schools of their exemption from California's non-discrimination law that's based on their beliefs about marriage, gender, and sexuality. This is insanity. Mm. This is not what our founding fathers intended, and the people of California need to stand up and make Mm -hmm. their voices heard. Mm -hmm. And it may be too late. You know, at this point, it may be too late. We need uh, we need people in the upper echelons of government to begin to get in and say, "Oh, no, 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 no," and start to turn back the tide. But we're going to be suffering, I fear, under this kind of tyranny for quite some time. And it's important for. Every person who's listening, you know, we just had the primaries in Washington State. You and mm-hmm. I talked about this at ad nauseum right. the other night in the hot tub. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, because, uh, check this out. So um, we have, well, there was a, a huge a primary here in uh, Vancouver and a lot of things happening in the primary here. But the thing that I want 
listeners to recognize is that only one in five registered voters actually participated. And we still have this incredible leadership vacuum and good men and women are not going to the Mm -hmm. polls. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody, I'm here to tell you right now, if you decide to stay home in November, you're going to get what you get. Mm -hmm. And you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. We've got to be involved in what's happening around us. And I watched some pretty terrible things happen last week in Mm -hmm. Washington State as a result of low voter voter Mm -hmm. turnout. Mm -hmm. I also saw some pretty cool things happen too. Uh, Some men and women who I know are going to be godly and be good leaders were elected uh, uh, into uh, uh, to basically proceed now, advance, I guess is the right right word, to the general election Mm -hmm. in November. But there's a lot of stuff going on. There is. And we're living in a culture that has literally – it is being dominated by two things I'm noticing – uh, fear is one of them, and mm-hmm. I've been talking about this for a couple of years. And anger mm-hmm. is the other one. It is. Are you noticing this? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just the tension so thick you can cut it with a knife. It is. And I've been so guilty of it. I, I yeah. The other day I was driving down the road and I was just angry and I thought, my goodness, everything that's going on, would it, it, it could almost make the most sane person just go crawl out mm-hmm. of their skin with mm-hmm. anger. And mm-hmm. I was struggling with it. Mm-hmm. And where normally I don't get that worked up about those things, but it's just, there's so much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what the enemy wants. Yeah. And mothers, especially, you know, for those of you who are listening to this today and you're struggling like I am, mm-hmm. you know, some of you have watched me, you know, ranting and raving on social media, or I put a blog post out, or I'm talking about what's happening to Christians in the culture. But God has a very specific response that He wants us to use to the things that are happening around us. And the first thing I want to address is that there actually is such a thing as righteous anger. Mm-hmm. For example, we should be flat out steaming angry at abortion. Mm-hmm. We should be angry. We should be angry that our nation is allowing these little babies to be ripped from their mother's wombs and that there's nothing that is being done to stop it. We mm-hmm. should be angry that Hillary Clinton is in favor of and in fact promotes partial birth abortion. Mm-hmm. We should be angry that the DNC can have a woman get up in front of thousands of people at their national convention and, quote, shout her abortion to the cheers mm. of the crowd. It's like being in a Roman Colosseum. Mm-hmm. What in the world? Well, there is such a thing as righteous anger. And so I want to just encourage you. Uh, you can, I mean, there are several examples of this. Jesus expressed his righteous anger in the temple in, a, in Mark 11, verse 15. He basically, the Bible says that he, he went into the table and he saw what they were doing and he was angry with them. Mark 3, verse 5 says, he looked around at them in anger, deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. Now, that's kind of where I think we need to be right now. God himself has expressed righteous anger over sin in Exodus 32, in Ezekiel 23, verse 25, in Jeremiah 6, which is one of my favorite passages on God's righteous anger. God is not going to be mocked forever. Mm-hmm. You know, this nation has turned its back on God in many, many ways. Mm-hmm. So there there are becoming angry, I think, is actually okay if it's a righteous anger. Right. And so when you look around at something that's happening and you know that it's wrong, it's okay to be angry. But here's the ticket. Here's the thing. In Ephesians 4, 26, we learn how how do we how we express that anger if we don't learn how to do it correctly then we become the person who's sinning and our anger is really that's uh, right it's not helping right. you know like someone said right. to me the other day rage not a solution right right it's not a solution uh, ephesians 4:26 says in your anger do not sin mm-hmm. so i'm thinking what does that look like in the culture today when we're angry and we sin have you seen that on social media <laughs> 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 is that even a question? Have you seen it in the news? Oh, I know. Brenda's like, is this a rhetorical question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to recognize that there are certain ways that we're supposed to right. process our anger right. and there right. are ways that it actually is detrimental. Exactly. And Ephesians 4.31 
says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also forgiven you. And I think the message here is we're going to have these feelings. It's what we do with them yes. that makes the difference. Yep. And um, I think it's so important to bring it before the Lord. And because really, that's 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 the only way that we're going to be able to respond in a way that glorifies God is is with his help, um, with him coming and helping us to process this stuff and um, and to respond in a way mm-hmm. that pleases him. That's absolutely right. And the, the Bible has a lot to say. I, w- I want to just uh, take everybody to Galatians. If you have your Bibles, open them up. You can go back, and I will link back to these in the show notes today. But go back to Galatians 5, uh, verses 19 and 21. Uh God talks about anger. The Apostle Paul is talking about anger, speaking to the to the Galatians. And here's what's interesting. Anger is included in a list of what the Apostle calls disgusting sins. Mm. So God's not stoked on it when you see something and respond in unrighteous anger. And that is what the Apostle Paul is describing in Galatians 5, 19 through 21. It says, the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Wait for it. A moment of silence for obvious sin. Here's how he goes. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the likes. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So check it out. God is equating uh, fits of rage, which is really just unrighteous anger, Mm -hmm. with hatred and witchcraft and selfish ambition and sexual uh, immorality. He's saying, don't do that. Mm. And so as as Christians, we don't have an option. We've got to get rid of anger. Colossians 3, it says, but now you must rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Wow. Mm. When was the last time that you heard someone speak in the public square? And we're seeing this all the time. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the I think the presidential uh, elections really set a bad tone they for really this do. with these leaders, these men who really should know better, right. not setting a good example. And I think we as Christian women really need to start, and Christian men too, I know that, sorry guys, I know there's a bunch of guys listening to this today. We, we need to set the tone, mm-hmm. but it doesn't remove the element that we have got to be involved. So I, I want to encourage you, we're going to pick this up again. Uh, and talk about it some more. But I guess I want to leave everybody today with just going, it's okay for you to be angry, Mm -hmm. for you to look around and see what's happening. But I want to encourage you to do two things with your anger. A, go before the Lord in prayer and say, Father, break my heart for what breaks yours. I just got done speaking in Houston a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I did a, a workshop called Epic. And in Epic, I'm talking about the struggle that we're in right now as a nation, that it really is between, it really is between good and evil. Mm-hmm. And the, the lines are so clear. They are. Uh, it, they could not be more clear, which in many ways I kind of appreciate mm-hmm. because Christians in the culture have been living uh, lukewarm Christianity right, out now right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. So when you when you sense what that what's going on around you is not pleasing to the Lord and that anger sort of wells up inside of you, take it before the Lord and say, mm-hmm. Lord, what do you want me That's to right. do? That's what right. What is my role in this? Some of you, your role is going to be just to pray. God's mm-hmm. going to say, take it. Take it before me in prayer. Other ones of you listening, God is stirring your heart to get involved. And we just mm-hmm. did this uh, in Clark County. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to start a homeschool resource center where we live in response to what we see happening in the schools. Oh, and by right. the way, this is more stuff to be angry about. 
Um, the after school Satan club is coming to a school near you. I'll link back to that. These are, this is truly happening. Why? Because we remove God from the schools and now right. what, what's in the void, right? It's wickedness. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing that happen. And so as a result of that, I want to challenge everyone who's listening today. Don't just be angry for sure. For sure. Uh, take the apostle Paul's admonition in your anger. Don't sin. And I want to take it a step further and say, be bold instead of uh, responding in anger and living in that, um, in that angry in that angry place, be bold. I'll leave you with a couple of verses. Uh, for uh, Second Timothy one seven, you guys know this is one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Psalm one hundred and thirty eight verse three. When I called you, you answered me. You made me bold with strength in my soul. Mm. Don't you love that? What does I it look like that. to have strength in your soul? Uh, and then um, in Proverbs 28, verse 1, it says, The wicked flee when no one is pursuing them, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. And so when you see trouble on the horizon and you are told to stand down, I want to encourage you today, come before the Lord in prayer, ask Him to help you respond in a way that's pleasing to Him, and then don't stand down, mm-hmm. stand up. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.